Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I've got a uh, another quick little ask Lee for you, a little bonus ask Lee. You ready? Yep. This is I like this. I had to check to see. I asked Emily if she if she knew. She didn't know either. Has Slee started working on his Wikipedia page? Do you know if you have a Wikipedia page or not? I don't know, but I'm going to assume I definitely don't. You do not. I I, I, I thought so. you would. Emily thought that you would too. I thought that uh, you would have one on there and that you would be um, conspicuously monitoring it for inaccuracies. <laughs> because I I have one. They've there, somebody put one up for me a long time ago. Um, at did least one. At, le- at least half the stuff on there is just dead wrong. I don't think I dead understand wrong. this. So how can so anybody can put this page together? Anybody. Literally anybody. And it could say anything it wants on there, and everything could be inaccurate, and that's fine? Well, theoretically. It's like winning time. You could. <laughs> it's pretty it's a dramatization. Funny. Yeah, it's a dramatization of your life. You, theoretically, somebody's supposed to go in and, and, and clean this up. I'm, I'm literally pulling mine up. I want to see how many different inaccuracies we have in here. Um, they remember, still, remember they still have me working you. at KLAA. Haven't been there oh, in seven awesome. years. That's awesome. You should call in <laughs> that's and not see right. if uh, they've cut you a check anytime. Anytime recently, you haven't been getting your checks. <laughs> yeah, hey, Wiki- Wikipedia building re- later. Still have me uh, a podcast worker for Yahoo Sports podcast. Oh, awesome. How's that podcast That's, going? <laughs> uh, not only is it not going, it never existed. Okay, ne- never did a podcast yep. for Yahoo. Uh, they had a show that I know they, the Jim Rome parts are correct. The sporting news parts are correct. Uh, best sports talk host of the year in Houston. Correct. Damn right. Yeah, it no. is. How dare you buzz Humble me on brag. that? Come on, man. Damn right. It uh, is. And then that's about it. Oh, apparently I'm still doing the uh, afternoons here with Marcellus. That's awesome. That's, that's another thing that I'm How doing. How is Wiley doing? Yeah, he's good. Okay. okay. I talked to Marcellus him, the other uh, day. We had a good show. Do you not listen in the afternoons when well, Marcellus I, and I, I just, come back? I guess I just didn't catch it. Yeah. You, you know it. what? Emily, put in my good idea folder. Travis wants to create a uh, wiki for sleep. Put that in my good idea folder. Went to Granite Hills, went to San Diego State, loves the Lakers. Gets hammered. Pre and post, just randomly turns it up on a Thursday night. Uh, there's a page done. There is a Curtis, rookie. There is a Curtis Sliwa. Yeah, I told you about that's the Hell's, uh, not Hell's Angels, Guardian Angels. Guy. Guardian Angels. Yeah. That's real deal. But that's too. not you. No, no, no. That's There's the a lot closest. of people named Rogers that have a Wikipedia page. So he was not a, a very... No, it's not. That's, that's it's not. not a, it's not. It's not a normal one. I, I didn't even know about Curtis Lee until you told me. That's right. I knew it. about the... You know what? We should we should put this together. We should do a little Wikipedia page for you. What else would you like on there? The All-Stars need to make this help us make this, too. Yeah, it's yeah. you, you just do you. Do you? I'm trying to think. Got to be Lakers. Got to be San Diego State. It's got to be your Scuba San Diego certified. Scuba certified. Yes, no see, that's, that's the stuff that no I want. No idea why. Scuba certified. Pause in the house. Pause. Well done. Well done. Yeah, I was literally turning to look at you to a say. Mansion, there's a, a mansion in La Paz. Whole entry on the one time I went to La Paz. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think that would be terrific. A mansion in La Paz. Emily, you should write the La Paz entry. I will. I'm writing it right now. <laughs> there you go. Start start creating that. Uh, let's try a quick phone call here before we get to the Dodgers and uh, what happened last night. They lost a game. Big deal. But a little bit of something in there that I want to get into. John in Los Angeles. John, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, guys. So real quick, early hey. bird gets the worm, but the se- uh, but the uh, uh, second mouse gets the cheese. Like sometimes it's better <laughs> to be a little true. bit late. Yeah, yes. that's part true. Not if, not um, if they're around 710. No, nobody's gotten trapped yet. Those traps are empty. So when you have to take a look at who's been successful in the NBA for the past maybe decade or so, it's homegrown talent. You've got to bring these guys up. It's too hard to pick up these guys on the second leg of a contract because they're not going to leave for the money until year 9 or 10 of their contract. Before then, they're pretty much locked up based on the collective bargaining agreement. So at that point, you're swinging for the fences, and if you're always swinging for the fences, you're going to strike out a lot of times with people like Russell Westbrook who just don't fit. So if there's a plan, you've got to rebuild, and it's got to be like a multi-year process where you're bringing people in. Philadelphia has rebuilt from within. Golden State built from within. Memphis is from within. Denver is from within. 
everybody who's successful has built from within in the past 10 years. Okay. That's not true. And, and here's the thing. I appreciate the phone call, John. And I, I literally am just going, I was listening to you, and I was jotting down notes as I'm going to sleep. I hear what he's saying. Giannis is a homegrown player. Steph and Clay are homegrown players. Draymond's a homegrown player. These are guys that they selected and they Embiid developed. Embiid in Philly. But, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Lakers, if we're doing 10-year windows like he just suggested, Lakers have a championship with virtually no homegrown players, mm-hmm. right? LeBron James, Anthony Davis, not homegrown players. Dwight Howard, not a homegrown player. JaVale McGee, not a homegrown. Rondo, all, KCP. Yeah. Virtually none of those guys came up through the Lakers, okay? Embiid, homegrown guy, has he won? Nope. Mm -hmm. How many has Giannis gotten? One. We're getting closer to two. He may get another one right now. Look at some of the Jokic. None. Luka. None. Lillard. None. Who are the other great players in this league that have been drafted and developed into championship teams? They have guys on these teams, but to get to that pinnacle, most of these guys, Kevin Durant's won championships somewhere else. Russell Westbrook. None. Where he got, I mean, you see what I mean? James Harden, one of the best players the last 10 years. None. What, What am I missing? It's a, it's a, this is my whole point. It's a combination of both of these things, but you need to be able to be malleable. You need to be able to be flexible. So, okay, I've got enough stuff to go get my big guy, but I still have enough stuff left. And you put these two things together because it's just, if just drafting a great player were the secret sauce, Jokic would have one. Lillard would have one. You know, the Thunder would have gotten multiple ones because mm-hmm. they took three Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Didn't work for those guys. You look at Embiid is terrific. You look at Kyrie Irving is terrific. But LeBron is the, you know, Dwayne Wade. Okay, there's a good example of it. But most of the ones are guys that bounced around. You remember this, um, I think it was probably a month ago. We were talking about the Dodgers. Season was about to start. And we said that the Dodgers have the athletic um, – was looking at prospects, and the Dodgers had the number one pros were the number one prospect organization, number one farm system, in number baseball. one farm system in, in baseball, and they're sitting where they're sitting. So I, I I'm not saying that that's that's everyone's going to be run like the Dodgers are. The way the Dodgers are run in baseball is a lot different than the NBA. But there's got to be a balance. And by the way, you can sit here and, and and look at the Lakers, and you can have the conversation and say, what the hell are you guys talking about? The Lakers have a championship in the last 10 years. There are not many teams that have a championship in the last 10 years. 30-something percent of the teams in the NBA have never won a championship. Mm -hmm. I think it's like 35% or something like that. So you can't look at what the Lakers have done and say, well, they did it the wrong way. The case that I'm trying to make is moving forward, there needs to be a little balance because – the perfect scenario, I think it's what Golden State did. Golden State right. drafted really good players and developed them, but they went out and traded for Andre Iguodala, if you remember you know, back in the day. When KD left, they got D'Angelo Russell, which turned into Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins was an all-star this Multiple year. Multiple paths to success. Yes. That's so that it. You're not, That's what the Dodgers have. So that you're not— That's what the Rams have. You're not predicated on one path. And I— the way the Lakers get there today, I don't have the answer to. They're so all in the other way. I think they got to keep going all in the other way. That process will start at some point. So I'm watching the Dodger game last night. I woke back up in time to see this. I, I, I fell asleep Can't for about got, two and a half innings. When, when did you go back to sleep? Last night, eleven-ish, yeah. and you were fine. Yeah, it took me a minute. I a usually buck usually, and a half nap. And- I, I put myself to bed. Right, like I get, go up, turn off the lights, mm-hmm. get in bed, read boom. yourself a story, I, <laughs> read several chapters of the classics, and <laughs> very gently fall into my slumber. <laughs> With the one of those hats that is the thing that flops to the side, <laughs> I blow out my candle, and then take my pipe, tap it out on the side, ream it with the pipe cleaner, and say, "Honey." Good evening. I'm retiring to sleep. That's, that's you want my, your jeans washed or no? <laughs> it's about, it's far, that's probably how it And her side of the bed is covered with clothes and hangers and things like this. Anyway, um, but before I went back to sleep last night, um, Bruce Dark Gratterall throws 100 miles an hour. Yep. But, I mean, the ball just explodes mm-hmm. out of his hand. I think that we all agree when you look at this Dodger team – their success is going to be determined on how well they pitch. They, they, they're going to score runs. They, their offense is crazy. Their starting pitching is, I would say, good, bordering on very good. And then their bullpen has been very good so far. Gratterall is an important part of what they do. Mm-hmm. And last and I, I get it. I'm not saying that there's a five-alarm fire in their bullpen. But watching him come in, he's got one speed. He throws as hard as he can right down the middle of the plate. And more often than not, it works. But every once in a while – 
He's getting touched up. Like, he just came in last week. Four-pitch walk. You're like, what's going yep. on here? And then, boom, two-run homer, they end up losing the game. Just maybe something that goes 92? Just something to keep somebody honest. I mean, the whole idea of pitching is, you know, mess hitting is simple. I'm gonna, ready? I'm about to drop a, 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 an absolute truth on everybody. Hitting is timing. Pitching is disrupting timing. It's as simple as that, right? You need to be on time to hit, and to get guys out, you need to throw off that timing. If I'm just giving you the same thing every time, my timing's going to be sure. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just something soft. Let's get him a changeup. Let's get him a split finger, some some big loopy curveball, just something that's not 100 miles an hour and flat as a table. That was a weird game yesterday, right? They, they put up three in the first. Yeah, I think they grounded into five double plays. Yeah, right before Gratterall What's throws. Chris Taylor just taken off last night. Know. That was weird. He's a good base runner too. Very weird moment. Yeah, it's doubled out at uh, at second. But you 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 mentioned the Gratterall right before he gives up the two run homer. Will Smith's up with the bases loaded. He smoked that ball too. Just happened Stick to hit right it to somebody. But it was it was kind of one of those games. You had the Gavin Lux air early on that. I don't know what – I mean, you had all day in the world. It It happens. It happens. But you lose that game yesterday, and I think, you know, this is kind of the the portion of the Dodgers that you and I are going to walk through all regular season. Okay. Yeah, it's – you know, it happens, regular season game. I know it's still super early, but as much as you and I have talked about, look how good of a start the Dodgers are in. Look how good they look. Did you know the Giants are a half game in front? I did. I did, and I'm still not buying it. I, I, we're getting we're getting closer to. I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay. coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Emily, you mentioned something this morning that uh, you went to the wrong location yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So I what was happened? getting I was getting dinner with my friend yesterday. <laughs> she thought she was going to Altadena and ended up in Anaheim. Right. Right. So she, uh, my friend lives in Hollywood and I live in Highland Park area, and so we were going to meet in Glendale. So kind of in the middle of both. Appreciate of us. the invite. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. I almost died. Uh, so... You need some throat spray that tastes like poison? I, I've got some over here. You're welcome. And so we had, she had given me three options where we could go because she knows the area a little better than I do. And so I, we picked one. And then for some reason, the, one of the other options just stuck in my brain. It was like an earworm that could not get out or a brainworm that could not get out. And so then I park, I get to the place and I'm waiting for her. And she's like, oh yeah, I just parked. I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, Oh, she's taking a long time to walk from her car to uh, meet me in the front uh, of this. And then she's like, uh, I'm here. Are you, did you get a table? And I was like, oh, man. And I was like, I, I texted her. I was like, oh, ish. I am at the wrong place. And then she ended up driving to come and see me. So she, you is... went to the wrong place and she came to you? Yes. I mean, I said I was gonna, I was going to drive. It was only two miles away. It wasn't like it was like forever away. Were the names similar? Uh, <laughs> No. It was like... Uh, the front yard was where I thought we were going, and okay. the other place was like Founding Fathers or something like that. And it's like really not similar. But guys, I had a celebrity sighting at All this right. dinner. Who'd you see? Lester Holt. That's Lester awesome. Lester Holt from that's guess, a good one because NBC is like nearby uh, of that uh, the front yard. Where I we went say to, Woj. So. <laughs> I mean, I would have been as excited for Woj. I thought she was going to text me and say, "You got to get down here. <laughs> you got to come to front yard." I don't care right what now. you're doing. Woj just ordered. <laughs> I, I saw Woj on a regular you. basis at my old job. I would see him every day. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he walks around the reg- well, at that, HQ. You, you're, Lester Holt is is a really it's okay. good. That's cool. It's a Let's really go. good celebrity. Okay. So he's got only three people have that job, right? Like network news anchor. That's a pretty hard job to get. Who's he's got, got one more of them. followers on Twitter. <laughs> him or Woj? The, the 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 part about Woj that makes me laugh as much as it does with you. Is that you? You are 
peers with him. You work in the same general industry as him. You're not his an NBA email reporter. Is in the same, like I could find right. his email. Through you a you have corporate email yeah. access that you could go find him. From. But I would that, never. That that's not like Walsh the president of the United email, States, or he doesn't give you his email. <laughs> Not going to do that. No, Lester Holt's a good side. Did you? Did you just see him? Did you, was he? I just what was saw. He doing? Was it was. He it was a good cocktail. It, it's near NBC's uh, headquarters, <laughs> and so I think it was like a group NBC thing. There's they're doing a whole like probably like a happy. Should have walked in there. What are you guys up to? Hey guys, you guys, uh, <laughs> you guys got any opportunities at NBC? Yeah. Hey, I'd love I, to get on the I, news. I am. I'm happily employed. But we also found out something very interesting about Slee today in the uh, in the in the meeting earlier. Uh, something out. we didn't expect to expect to know. He's just a huge college football fan. Yeah, all all four of us in the moment, Slee. So on, it was no, it was, uh, yeah, one, two, four, all four Bunch of us, there. five yeah. people on the call, yeah. and we. What what were we even talking about? I was talking about Mark Emmer is stepping. Step oh, down. that's right. So Mark Emmer, who's been the president of the NCAA for a million years, is leaving, and you said something like, "You know that college football Final Four is like my favorite thing," and we all stopped and like. You kind of started it. Okay. I think they, uh, some of them there was a little following going on. Uh, no, you no, that was. I definitely didn't think this. Like you were, it's not even that you were surprised. You gave a facial expression of disgust. No, I was, I was waiting for and the punchline. I, like, I was like, I was waiting for it's the. Not that big of a deal. I was waiting. Like, see, you didn't even like smile or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Usually, when you're joking, you smile. I thought there was a, it was a real payoff. comment. I well, now I get it. You've, you've never really brought up college football on our show. It's never you know really been something we've talked about. Tell you what is, it's the same thing with college basketball. We're not going crazy about college basketball, but the final four, you're like, hey, I'm going to watch these games. The final four is you get two straight games of college basketball. You get two straight games of college football. I know <laughs> Emily sucks. was talking about how they're blowouts. Not all the time. Not all the time. I, I, I will Half watch, of them are blowouts. I, I figured it out. I, I will I, watch big SEC games. I just cracked the code. Well, Georgia, Alabama, yeah. or something. I'll watch those games. I think it's great. I, I love nobody's, the Pac-12. Nobody's disputing that it's really good. I like it, too. It just I've never heard you mention college football ever, and that it was, that's my favorite thing. It was like, well, that was weird. So, so I've had this like if I told you my favorite thing was you did you F one. I do. It's not my favorite thing. I didn't. I like it. I watch it. But I've mentioned it a few times along the way. It would be the equivalent if I said to you, you know, one of my favorite sporting events of the year is Al MLS final. You'd be like, huh? Yeah, but you, that's but, not you, a good event. But it is, it is to is soccer fans. Event. It is to soccer fans. Soccer people that like the MLS okay, I'll give you like an that. I'll give you I an just example. personally don't follow the MLS, and if I drop that on you, you would be very surprised. We've had this conversation. We've had this conversation. We've talked about World Cup. Mm-hmm. That I will watch. No, no, you're 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 you're, 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 watching... you're spinning off the topic. That I don't follow soccer. I understand. I don't the World follow Cup. soccer either. I understand. So, but if you said to me the MLS, I'd be like, you've never mentioned that before. It would be very strange. That is the college football. It wasn't that it's not good. It's that you know, I didn't even know you had a passing interest in it. Do you know it. what was very confusing to me? I, I was thinking of it in my head like, wow, this guy really doesn't like the college football no, playoff. I, I, that, that's how I was taking no, no, it. I was no. like, wait a minute. It's no, the college I, football playoff. This, it's a, it's this, a great is, event. this is why I was so struck by it. I am a it's regular New consumer. Eve, right? New not always, sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am a regular consumer of college football. On Saturdays, I watch a lot of college football, and I feel like I'm a pretty plugged-in college football fan. Tulane Dayton, November <laughs> Maybe 20th. not quite that. Maybe not quite that deep. I, I'm more of a what's seven, on seven, ESPN, what's quarter. on FS1. I'm, I'm watching the, the big ones. But you've never just come in on a Monday and say, dude, did you see that game I, between Florida and Georgia? That was I, wild. Can I, can I tell you something? I'm really glad that I think you cleared up something for me. I thought the look you were giving me was – like it's the worst event no, out there. No, I and didn't. In my head, I'm like that was me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it was yeah, more Emily, Emily was the that one that said the, the blowouts. The games aren't, she's more right than wrong, but there's but been some good, good ones. Games. Yeah, there's been some good ones for sure. I, so I was thinking the whole time that like there's no, it was it, you. I'm, I'm driving it. I'm saying to myself, I'm like, am I the only one that's watching the college no, football it, playoff? It was that you had never spoken of college football, and then you dropped at your favorite sporting event. Like if you said to me, you know the what my favorite event is, waiting for a punchline. We like, all what were are you guys waiting, waiting for. It? I'm still waiting for the punchline. <laughs> I don't have a. If you would have said to me, my favorite event of the year, NBA finals. Well, sure, Al, I know yeah. that. If you'd have said, you know what, you know what, I'm just super into. The World Series every year, but you and I have talked about baseball before. Yeah, we've talked about how good it, the playoffs are. It just, it just came out of left I've field. I've never said that to you guys, that that's one never of my... never heard it no. in my life. <laughs> Not even during the college football playoff. You said, okay, we watched it's, it. It's yes, of, it's, thank you. It's literally thank one you. of my favorite days of the year. Unfortunately, Christmas the Lakers always play. <laughs> Lakers always play. But I, 
the Lakers usually always play on the playoff game, but it's one of my favorite sporting events so of she, the year because you get two of those, you get both of those so college odd. football games. They're good. I mean, I I understand why a college football fan would feel that way. Who Georgia beat? They beat Michigan, or was it somebody else? They beat Michigan. I think you're right. You tell us. And then, <laughs> who else was in it? Was Alabama and who? Was uh, Cle- Clemson didn't get in, did they? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, Come on, Slee. So why? Listen, I'm not. Tell- she hates it, and I'm she not, knows who plays it. I've heard the Paul Feinbaum show for years. <laughs> I'm not telling you. I'm breaking down every game over the last. 15 you, you and, you and Herb Street playoffs. are texting back and forth every, on a Wednesday. You know, you know, it's funny. Every time the college football question gets brought up about how many teams to have in, yeah. I'm a. I'm, I've said this before, right? Proponent of eight. I want eight just because I want Never. more of those games. Why not 32? No, I've had that conversation with you. Yeah, you, you, we, we have had the playoff conversation, but it seemed to me more just a, you know, formatics conversation than this whole dude, time. I, I'm like, they hate college football. No, what am I missing? it's I've never, it would just be one of these things. Like if I told you, if I dropped that, say, you know what I'm super into? Sewing. Sewing. You'd be like. Oh, I got a sewing not, class. Tell more that, about you not now. Not that there's anything six to nine p.m. wrong with sewing, but you'd be deeply surprised that I'm into sewing. That's so, you, sewing is your college football. It just caught me by surprise. I wish I could sew. By the way, college football highlights. Right now. I got to tear in my jacket and fix draft. it myself. I didn't, I didn't think it was that out of left field at all. It's a One, big time two, event. That nobody's disputing that. We're just, so why wouldn't I be into a big because time sporting event? Because you've never mentioned it. A like, big I feel time sporting we event. Why would I favorite? not be into it? Hold on. Also, so one of my the NBA finals. One we spend favorites. three hours a day talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> okay? We spend three hours a day, probably 49 weeks a year. And it never talking. comes up. It That's never true. came up. That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, if I told you, hey, you know, my, uh, okay, have you I know said my, this my, you? my dad's got four big oh, no, toes th- on th- one foot. You'd be like, how did that never come up? This is another. <laughs> you know, you'd want to you'd know where that came from. This is another thing. I know I've had a conversation with you. The Pac-12 Saturday night games. I've, I've told you before. I love that there's a 730 kickoff and that game is just on in the background. I, I understand that you may have had the words college football come out of your mouth more than zero times. Too. It was. By the way, all four people go. Say what? Woj, Woj has 10 times the amount of followers on Lester. I want Lester to know that next time you run into I will him. let him know next time I see in the front yard. Hey, yo, Les. Uh, well, you haven't got nothing on Woj, brother. Nothing. I think that's how you should say. You should go. What was the name of the place? Are you the ordering back a drink or not? This is, front, this is front yard. Front yard. Front yard. You should go hang out at the front yard and wait for him to come back just so you can hit him with that. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. The Paul Feinbaum Show starring Alan Sliwa. Factor cap next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. That slee was really into college football. Totally cap. <laughs> totally cap. All the way. I should have said well that in the moment. It would have been way better. <laughs> well done. Uh, so uh, there was an article that came out today about how uh, Tropicana is going to start putting having orange juice made for cereal. So essentially, like they're trying to do orange juice cereal combinations. Sounds disgusting to me. Just starting off. But well, you if I'm if I'm correct, you're anti citrus. Yes. 
I'm, I'm, I'll have a glass of orange juice, but okay. I don't really like, I don't like oranges. Yeah, I'm not a super big citrusy person. Okay. So, but I thought about the cereal. So milk always goes second for cereal. Alan, fact or cat? Um, it's fact, but real quick on the, help me understand. They're going to put orange juice in cereal. That's a real thing. And what's the allure there? What's the. Got me. Does anybody have any interest in trying that? Well, orange juice only goes with a couple of things, right? Like it's good, it's sweet, mm-hmm. it's it's, it's it, powerful. It's, but it, you're you're right; it's an incredibly bold flavor. And like so, I would other try than, it. Other than toast, I would what are try you having it. your orange juice with. I would try it. It'd Maybe be a disgusting, bagel? but I would try it. I'm guessing people do that when they run out of milk. Yeah, but I mean, water no, I just, would make yeah. more sense than orange. Or how juice. about just uh, how about just some just dry cereal? Dry, yeah. Um, this is this is the way I do my cereal. Everybody probably has their own way. Cereal goes first. Milk goes second. I probably put a little bit too much milk. Eat my cereal. There's milk left over. Some more cereal goes back, and we call it a day. Is there a different way of doing it? Uh, The only thing that I would add, and I occasionally do it just because I'm lazy and I don't want to get a spoon and go to the trouble, I put it in a coffee cup, and you can kind of drink it. It's not a bad way to go. Are you getting enough? I I, I bet you. But are you getting enough cereal? I'm not kidding you. If I have cereal three times a year, that's a lot. I almost never eat it. No, it, it's not. Like it's this. not in my regular rotation. Taylor, I don't hate it, but not my thing. Taylor, you look. You take me as a cereal guy. Here's my hot take. I actually haven't had cereal in about a decade, but milk does not belong on cereal. If I'm gonna have it, nothing. I'll have it dry. So just dry, well, like, like Rice uh, Krispies. I'll put honey on it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's like a little kind of uh, Rice Krispies treat. Little Aren't version. You thirsty. Thirsty for what? Like you need something. It just feels like more like granola at that point than it is cereal. Like don't, yeah. like maybe I just you, don't like the consistency of milk. Or do you not drink cereal. milk? Period. No. Yeah. Because I thought you were going to say, but I'll have like a glass of milk on the side. So I just put it all together, bro. <laughs> I'm not put the cat. whole thing together. I'll take Rice Krispies and honey, milk on the side. <laughs> that that doesn't sound terrible, by the I way. Sound, it, it doesn't sound terrible, yeah. but aren't you? Don't you want to wash it down with something? I'm yeah, washing it cereal, down. Cereal, you take it or leave it. If, 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 <laughs> Is that orange juice? He's throwing orange juice in there. Yeah, that's that's. I'm out on that. That sounds terrible. All right, so Funch told me about this in the break uh, a couple of breaks ago. That uh, Al Pacino is dating a 28-year-old woman. I that saw is that. A, that is quite a large age But he that. just he, turned 82 yesterday, right? Or a yeah, days a couple ago. days ago. 85. So 85, something like that. So I just you love 82, people, 82. He's 82. I love when people find their love. So you know what he, I mean. But here's my factor cap. You judge someone who has a large da- age gap in their <laughs> dating. Uh, Travis, factor cap. When you. When you started that sentence with a large debt, I thought you were going somewhere else. I'll, I know. I know. I, 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 I'm really thinking you maybe caught yourself right there. I, I did a little bit. Anyway, go on. I didn't even hear the question. What's the question? The question you just was, a large when college age gap. football. <laughs> yes, large age gap what? You judge someone if they're dating someone with a large age gap. I don't judge gap. them. I know exactly what's going on. One of those two parties is super rich. The that, fact that, that they found love that late in his life is yeah. just something beautiful. I, I don't judge her. I don't judge him. They're both getting what they want out of that relationship. It's fine. Can it's, I flip she this? She gets to go hang out with a famous movie star. He gets to hang out with a woman that's much younger than him. Win-win. Who cares? Emily has a way sometimes of asking these questions where I feel like we already know how she feels True. in the question. True. Emily, I'll ask you the same question. It bothers you or you judge. That's the term that you use. Do you fact. judge? I, de- I definitely judge. Mm-hmm. I mean, I as in I will make an opinion about either party. As in that is true. That is judgment, and so I make a judgment. But about nobody's in this What's particular because I, I don't think I think there's a lot of people that fall on yeah, the same but line. Who's as her. getting hurt in this situation? No one's getting Everybody hurt. I am making a judgment and an opinion about the two people in the part in the relationship. She gets new shoes, and he gets to hang out. It's a win-win. I feel like every, everybody oh, gets yeah. it. That's a large gap right there. Yeah. How old is she? 28, right? 28. 28, and he's 82. Uh-huh. Let's go. He might also, have a large... Uh, who knows? Also, one thing about her, too. She has a, a history of dating old guys with with a lot of money. That's crazy. Uh, Mitch, Mick Jagger and also that. Bill Gates, too. <laughs> hey. Would have never thought that. What, uh, there's no wrong way to have a good time. If you're Al Pacino <laughs> or a 28-year-old She didn't woman, hit on the first two ones where she cashed in oh, a little bit? Oh, she hit. I guarantee you she got exactly what she needed out of those relationships. Well, she cashed in on those two. She's on the third one now. So, obviously, she didn't cash in enough. No, she's moving on to the next thing. You don't eat all your meals at once, Lee. You kind of go from one day to the next. That's a huge gap. We're not talking 10 years. We're talking 60, 50-something years. Yeah. It's a lot of years. 
the same time, do you? What am I going to yeah. do? What, what do I care? You are making a judgment. I, I, I am. True. You're right, I am. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I, I, bet, you, I bet you Al <laughs> had a great birthday. I bet you he had a hell of a nice birthday. He also has a Shrek uh, iPhone case, so that's uh, something that's interesting. There you go. So, uh, Taylor sent me this earlier, too. Send it to all of us. So, Reds yeah. backtrack after disciplining fr- uh, frustrated fans for solo team signs and wearing paper bags over their heads. So, Fans should have the right to wear paper bags over their head at games if they are unhappy with ownership. Uh, Taylor, Patrick Cap. Fact. Absolutely, I support this. You know, I've been to a number of Kings games all across the country in my time, and uh, I've worn a paper bag to a game or two. (laughs) (laughs) You were a burlap sack? Yeah, just ashamed. (laughs) Gotcha. All right, Trev. Yeah, look, here, so with the quick story, so Cincinnati, the, the organization is telling fans you can't do it? They, yes, they, they removed, they removed some people, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. They, they took them out, and then they've kind of doubled dead a 180 and, and come back and said it, it, it's fine. Um, As long as you're not throwing something, as long as you're not ruining someone else's enjoyment of the game, yeah. I'm okay with whatever you want. You want to wear something? What do I care? They're, you know how the Reds can get people to take the bags off? put together a decent baseball team, yeah. win some games. No, that that's a bad look. You're doubling down on your own badness at that point. That That is about as harmless a fan behavior as you're going to find. I put it this way, and by the way, I couldn't agree more. In The fans are they're basically paying for everything. Okay, This is how it works. When you get your TV subscription because you want to watch the Dodger game, um, that's how they're getting that big TV deal. Yep, The parking, the concessions, the tickets, the this, the that. What you can't do as a fan is run your mouth and bark like – not even run your mouth and bark. What you can't do as a fan is what happened in that Guardians-Yankees game right. where you think, hey, I could do whatever the hell I want. I mean, absolute idiots, and, you know and they're at every ballpark. Yeah, for sure. But what you can do is this team sucks. We're not going anywhere. I want ownership to know that it sucks, and I want to put a paper bag over my head. Put a damn paper bag you, over your head. You know what's so silly? We all know where the line is. We, we all know exactly where it is, and we pretend like there's this amorphous thing that's okay, that this is okay, but this is – we all know exactly when somebody has gone too far, mm-hmm. right? You, we know the words that are too far. We know the actions that are too far. Yep. And having a paper bag over your head is not even in the race, never mind over the line. There, there's, it has absolutely nothing to do with it. It makes anything. me when – I, when I see something like that – that's when you want your owner or your GM to come out and say, you know what, listen. Well, the GM's part of the problem in this case. Yeah, you're right. He, he was the one that went on the radio and said, well, where are these people going to go? That, that was a bad move by him. But that, that's when you want whoever that leader is for that organization to say, hey, we get it. We understand it. We're not proud of the product right now. We got a lot to work on. To tell people what to do in the stands after they're bad literally luck. funding everything is bad only going to turn people off more. Stupid. All right, so Funch sent us this earlier. Uh, a woman in England broke the record for eating 19 chicken nuggets in a minute. So it's a lot of chicken Yikes. nuggets. So, uh, Does that mean you, you actually have to swallow everything within I think you minute? have to have them in your <laughs> mouth by the time. If, if I know my hot dog eating rules, yeah. they need to be in your mouth. You don't have to swallow them, but you can swallow them after the clock So expires. technically she can have 19 nuggets in her mouth and still Oof. break the record. But she has to swallow them eventually. Yeah. Yes. You, you can't put them in your mouth and, and then spit them out. How do you okay. chew so, right. Chipmunk. <laughs> you could eat 19 chicken nuggets in one minute. Funches, fast or cap? Uh, fact. I think I can do it. I th- well, at least I can do 10 in one minute. That's a big difference. That's, that's a nugget every <laughs> six seconds. That's pretty fast. I think I can do 10. I think I can do 10. It, a nugget Chick-fil-A every six nuggets are pretty small. seconds? I need an hour. You need an hour. I, okay, I you can definitely eat 19 chicken nuggets try. in an hour. No, I know that. But I'm yeah. saying a minute, I can't take take 19 chicken nuggets down. I, me? No. I can't. Impossible. No, that's cap? Well, it's, it's cap. I mean, if she's the world record holder, what do we – I mean, to say that anybody in this room could have that world record seems a, a bridge Let's just say far. if I see her, I'm not going to run my mouth. I do 58 <laughs> seconds in 20 of them. That's – yeah, that's uh, – Emily, could you do it? I think that I could. I could attempt it. And I think I probably won't be able to do it. I don't have that much hubris, but I think I could definitely do like what Funch said. I could get you over think you half could get of what 19 she did. Nineteen chicken nuggets I down. I think I could get over half of what she did. So I could do like if they were Chick Fil A, like ten or something. If they could do Chick Fil A chicken nuggets, which are kind of small, and they go. Do, oh, boop, boop, boop. I'm getting into the rule book here. Now. Yeah. Is the, do they have to be McDonald's a, you know, chicken McNuggets or is there? Is I don't, for I don't approval. know if it's specified because I thought so. in the story there were McDonald's chicken McNuggets, or maybe it was the equivalent thereof. Right, I, it, I was, it was McDonald's chicken nuggets. It was. But I still know. If it's you know if the if Guinness you know World, I'm, World Records wants to break it, you know what I'm kind of hearing here. 
is that there's a Funchess Emily showdown in our future. <laughs> that's that's, that's yes. kind of what I'm hearing. Funch, would you be into that? Bring it. Emily? Yes, if it's Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. All right, so you have a very particular brand of nugget that you want to, that you think you, because yeah, you think you do better or it's just your preference? It's one preference, two, they're smaller. Okay. So I can I can get them down easier. We should and wear the referees jerseys. Yeah. Can, like, they, can we do it on a Zoom call so we don't see all the chicken nuggets everywhere? The shrapnel, the yeah, chicken the shrapnel. nuggets. Then Funches could cheat like you did, Alan. <laughs> no, I think it needs to be in person. We're, we're, we're back in, in the studio. We're back doing these Nine things. hot dogs, Emily. Don't. It's, it's no cheating. I'm definitely not doing hot dogs. Also, that's yeah. another part of uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Wait until you see that movie. Uh, there's definitely hot dogs in that. So, uh, I'm not going to explain that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I sent you guys both this event that is happening next Thursday. So... You guys will be front row for the Cobra Kai event for Netflix's joke. Uh, Alan, factor cap. I tried so hard to watch this last season, and it was almost embarrassing while I was watching it. Don't let me down. Even my girl would be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, I tried to like tie it into work, and oh, no, because you know Travis and I are talking about it. I, I can't do it. I don't think I would go to the event. I tried Cobra Kai. I thought there was a moment. How many seasons are they in now? Is this four, three? Look, I watched most of it, yeah. as in the first couple of seasons. But the more I watched it, the more I was like, is this happening? So it's interesting. Number one, live shows are either great or dreadful. They're, there's no middle ground. They're, they're either something you really enjoy or it was a colossal waste of your time. Um, I went and saw a play on uh, Sunday afternoon. Loved it. It was great. It was a student production at SC. Had a great time. I don't go to a ton of plays. I don't go to a ton of live things. But I've seen some good ones and some bad ones along the way. Um, here's the problem with that show. I'm with you. You know, you, you and I were talking about Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence and all these things. And I, I said it a few months ago when we are kind of in the middle of the whole thing. The second the show decided that they were going to give us a lot of Daniel LaRusso, it became unwatchable. It literally was un. He's so by bad far in that he was show. the best. By far he was the best. <laughs> I know you're doing a bit, but I'm. It's being... <laughs> not a bit. This is what did we just talk about? Al Pacino. It, it is so bad. Al when Pacino, it's not Denzel about Washington, Johnny. Uh, Miguel ate himself into a different Daniel person. Russo. That's weird. Daniel, you can't even watch him. It's it's comically. I shouldn't say comically because that would be. It's just tragically bad. He's I'm listening. I'm he out. listens to the show. He knows yeah. how much. I loved you in I'm the Outsiders, fan. Johnny. I'm I loved you. I loved you in um, my cousin Vinny. Oh, this, really this is my cousin. This Vinny. is a bad role for you, even though it's the role that defined your career. <laughs> <laughs> just saying that you've you've gone to a point where it's about no my good cousin Vinny. We did get a challenger. So Steve Mason just texted us. He said, "I can definitely." I think he means beat. Beat Sliwa in a nugget-eating contest. Yeah, you're on your own on that one, buddy. Yeah, I, I, that go eat in those, bed. Go eat those nuggets. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't you, even you, have to. It's a home court advantage for you that you get to eat them <laughs> in, in, in your bed, and yes, Funch has to eat them at a table. <laughs> if we do that, on a home court advantage. <laughs> I would, I, yeah. If Mace wants to eat nuggets, he's got Emily and uh, go, Funches go, go, uh, to go. Go the uh, uh, three a three-way race. Funches, Emily, and, and uh, Mace. It's all them. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I think we could do it. We should. Uh, we should yeah. set this up. Go give me a twenty piece now. <laughs> How long? No, if you're just getting your twenty piece, fine. You dipping in sauce. There's I think no the sauce racing. Help. You just you ordered your lunch. Yeah. How long does it take you to eat twenty? Let's see. Uh, ten minutes. Yeah, probably ten, fifteen minutes. Take your time. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's keep going. That's pretty fat. Like twenty nuggets, and that's that's one every two minutes. That's a lot of nuggets. It's okay. That's not bad. One every two minutes. That's not bad for twenty minutes. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. It's twenty no, be, and ten. Every one every thirty seconds. Yeah, that's fast. That's really fast. He's in a hurry. We should do it. We should do it. Set it up. Somebody go. All right. uh, so would you be willing to eat your nuggets, Funch, your Mick nuggets, and Emily has her filet nuggets, and what, I don't know, Mace's, maybe he's like a Costco Mason nugget. Mason or whatever. Dinos. Chicken dinos that you get from your kids. <laughs> Tyson's one. Yeah, he can go chicken dinos. Everybody gets their own personal nugget along the way. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's funny, the draft with the Rams, the way that they are right now, hearing Chris talk about the draft coverage tomorrow, um, it's weird to be a Rams fan because the Rams are not involved in the early parts of the draft. They they just completely forego it. It's such a unique strategy that they've employed that the second biggest event of the year in the draft, the draft's fun because everybody gets excited about yeah, who you're yeah. going to go get. But the Rams are just making movies and cracking their knuckles and getting ready for the fourth round. It's a, in a weird way, it's a, you kind of got to respect, all right, you could not have draft picks. There's a couple different ways you could not have draft picks. A- you're either really good, you know, this happens a lot in sports, right? right? So you're really good, or it's a late first rounder, or whatever the case is, or maybe you shipped it off, and I know the Rams have obviously done that. The other side of it is your franchise completely depends on this draft pick coming up. And there's a lot of NFL teams that every single year, and it seems like it's the same dudes that are so dependent on this guy can change our franchise. Use the Chargers a couple years ago, right? Justin Herbert, Tua went first. Yeah. Tua went to Miami. Like he was five and six. Then it was six and seven, six, five and six, like whatever that. it yeah, was, yeah. right? Tua went first, and then you ended up with Justin Herbert, and he is not just the face of your franchise. He could be the face of the NFL. He could be that's could. the that's the potential that he has. The Rams are in such a different position and situation, and they're coming off a Super Bowl, so you you respect the way they've built things. Chargers are a really good example. I'm glad you brought them up because you're right. They 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 mostly by good luck they ended up with the best quarterback in that particular draft. Can, right? I, can I just on that? The the way it changes a franchise, char- Chargers back in the day, it was Peyton Manning selected first, right. and then it was Ryan, Ryan Leaf. Leaf. So they got whatever was left over. Your franchise is literally everything changes with that one pick. It, it can. can. But, but, but here, the, what I was getting at is you draft Justin Herbert, who's obviously a, a special player. He's really good, right? And everything you said, he could potentially be one of those guys that we're talking about in, in really special terms by the time it's all said and done. But he hasn't even played in a playoff game yet mm-hmm. because the other pieces of your team, in football in particular, everything's got to be mostly right. That it, I'm trying to think of a good example. You know what? Stafford. S- Stafford is a great example. Mm-hmm. The, the Bengals are one of the few teams that made back-to-back first-round picks and nailed them, and they went from garbage mm-hmm. to great. They went out and they took Joe Burrow, which was a home-run pick, and then they went out and got Jamar Chase, which was a home-run pick. So they had to they had to pick really high. I think Chase was fourth. You had to pick one and four in back to back years, and you had to nail it. And they got good. That's really hard to do because you're basically flipping coins, right? And then the rest of their team has to be good. It can't be just dreadful. So you can get the quarterback. You can go get the defensive end. You can the Chargers. Yeah, Bosa was a really good pick. Herbert's a really good pick. They haven't gotten in the playoffs. You got to do something with it. You got it, yeah. and the, the, especially in football, the everything's got to be pretty good. Yeah, and, so, and that's that's why every that's time why I like the Rams' strategy well, so much better because they just we'll we'll find good, maybe not transcendent players at the top. Although Aaron Donald was a first round pick, but we'll backload with our other guys, and then we're just going to go for it with these other guys. And it works for them, and it's working for them. So that that's kind of the key, right? You have an example of this system that they kind of created in their own way, and they're executing their own game plan, not somebody else's. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Two quick tweets, one from Joey who writes, Sliwa seems to be the type of guy that on his deathbed, he'll tell Trav, Emily, and Taylor nonchalantly that Alan isn't his real name, but it's actually Barry. Is your name Barry? I'm in the witness protection program. <laughs> this is all part of it. It's all part of the mix here. Spaghetti with ketchup. Yeah, I just I, I, I feel like uh, you, you, you there's like a whole layer that we've got to Because of the discover. college football? Yeah. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was very, and th- th- this is what happened during the break. Funches comes in. And and and, and Saliwa very sincerely, very earnestly says, "Says Funch, I've talked to you about college football." And Funch just goes, "No, no, you've, no." You've I've been with you since October, too, almost every other day. <laughs> never and once. No, no college past, football talk at all. If I'm right, this past college football, I think Lakers had a game, and I want to say 
Did Michael and John? I mean, they always got they get, got the TVs right there, so mm-hmm. you could have games. Even during the NFL season, you have call them up. I get uh, I get addicted to that. The college football. I don't know why. Do you say so? You're addicted to college I football. I believe you. That's what you're no, no, the college football championship is. It's the, two that weekends out. But it's freaking He's addicted. Good. I guess he is. It's really good. I mean, it's it's such a small thing in such in, inside such yeah, a what, larger what's the difference? Element. What's the difference of that in the final four? I don't really basketball? care about the final four much. But you either. see what I'm saying? You're that not addicted to the final right, four. Right. I, I can take it or leave it. It's not even it's you watch the big event. That's not that's not a that's not a shocker. It's am, one if, of the bigger, bigger guys, am events I the only one? Am I alone on here or this is as weird as he's sounding right now? This, this, this just, I get that you watch it, but that it was one of your favorite things that never came up. You can accept it. It's different. okay. It's all right. Also, I got no, no credit for my one. Goodfellas okay. reference. Look, look at all these guys. I know, What's that? but it's okay. Yeah. I got no credit for my Goodfellas reference. It was all right. It was a good one. It with right. protection, yeah, spaghetti with ketchup. Spaghetti. I, I get it. I get it. You got to earn right, it. Whatever. You got to earn it. Right? This, this is what you say. You don't ever get credit for anything. That, no, I, you've had a couple of very good lines today, and I've laughed Whatever. wholeheartedly at them. That just, it's you, fine. I was going to you, Slee. I'm nobody, trying to get you, Slee. Nobody bats a thousand, Emily. It's okay. No, it's, it's fine. Ready for one more? This is from uh, Brandon Red. You've got to tell me if I do this. I, I honestly didn't know if I do this or not. Would you? This is to you, Al. Would you be willing to bring one of those clickers, I'm assuming he means umpire clickers or okay. whatever, to count the number of times Trav says along the way during a show? Do I say that a lot? I, I, I'll tell you when you say it. When you're getting ready to transition to something else, you'll say along the way. Do I really? Yeah. Like when, it's, like when you're, maybe we're going to a break or you're kind of making the transition, you, you, you throw in along the way. I'm gonna have. And you I'm should, gonna keep a tally. Yeah, throw, get, get the bell ready. We'll see I how many times I, I throw. Do it. Obviously, sometimes I say I'll, I'll go back and listen to something. Like, bro, stop saying that along the way. I'm, well, I'll. Uh, it's I'll, a filler. Listen, it's a filler. Oh, we, we've all got them. I yeah, know that I have. You know the one I know I do a lot. All right, I say that one a lot. Mm-hmm. That's one that I throw in there frequently. Uh, <laughs> that one a little bit less so. What was it the other day along the way? Um, that was intentional. That one doesn't count. The we were talking about. Conspiracy theories. Get the music ready. Um, and a couple of different emailers or, or tweeters, I should say, reached out to us and, oh, you want conspiracy theories. you got to listen to the Tim Donaghy podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Whistleblower. I went back and I, I took their recommendations and I started listening to it. It's fantastic. Is it long? It's, long yeah, series, multiple or? episodes. I think there's like seven or eight episodes. I'm I'm five episodes into it. I'm not done. That's but, a lot of work in that short amount of time. And they're like yeah, half hour a piece. Okay, I have a long drive, That's so I'm, I'm I'm in the car quite a bit, and I got a chance to to bounce. Her. It's good. He's right. addicted. So, so <laughs> I'm addicted to Tim Donahue podcast. So start, By the way, Tony, Donahue. To it. I didn't even know that. Start listening to it. Yeah. You're, is that the is that I, the I love it. recommendation? I, I think it's really good. He's in it. That's what makes it particularly compelling. His buddies from the neighborhood are in it. These mm. kind of gangster guys are, are quoted in it. It's, oh, I'm in it's, that. It's, yeah, it's that, pretty that good. Sounds, that sounds interesting. It's pretty good. And it, are you getting too much info? It <laughs> is it taking away from question. something? So here's this, this kind of goes together with something we were talking about earlier. That Yankee the the, the scandal that the mm-hmm. Yankees were involved in cheating and, and decoding pitching signs and. The Astros and all of these scandals that we've talked about over the years. The Donaghy thing is obviously at the top of the pyramid. This music makes me want to say, I saw an alien. I don't know if they're mysteries as so much as they're just things that we're probably better off not really knowing about. Mm-hmm. Because if you watched a basketball game and you're just watching it because you love basketball and you want to see who wins the game and you want to see guys make three-pointers and do dunks and things like that, it's great. But if you're looking at it as, is this a true athletic competition and there's this much influence by potential people, it really kind of bums you out. And I, I think I, this, is, this is a terrible take, I think, but I think I'd just rather not know. I think I'd rather not know that there may, may be larger forces at work determining the outcomes of these things. I'd like to know. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get it. But could you enjoy it ever again if you knew? Yeah. You think you could? Yeah, because I kind of suspected already. And Taylor, you like the wrestling, right? Mm, no, WWE. Would you want to see? Would you do you want to know everything? You, <laughs> this is an extreme example, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if you knew that the government had like aliens trapped in a cage somewhere, do you want to know that? Because that would that would really mess me up. I would have a hard yeah, I think time. I'd want to know. You'd want to know. Yeah, and that, that doesn't mean. It probably takes away from what I'm watching now. Can I give you a good example? I think we all know this, but we don't pay all that much attention to it. 
these sports franchises, they're all businesses, right? Ultimately, at the end sure. of the day, everything is about the bottom line. Of course. So as much as we like to say we're talking about the Cincinnati Reds and that fan base really wants to win, you know what that owner is doing? Pocketing money. Sure. I think we ignore stuff that's already in front of us that's happening in front of our but eyes. But do you think that the leagues have a predetermined interest in who gets to the championship no, rounds and who I, wins I, these games? I don't think so. And do I think that the the frozen lottery pick or you know the, the Patrick Ewing one, do I think that that's, that's going one, on? I don't think it is. But the only reason why I bring in the, the business side of it, there are a lot of fans that put their heart and soul into cheering for a team. And I don't know, even though they know this, because when you pull up to the parking lot, it's there's 20, there's 60, or at SoFi, it's 80, whatever it is, right? Where are you parking? 80 was the cheap one. <laughs> I was going to say, 80 was you the got cheap a 45-minute walk ahead if you're only paying 80 bucks. And then you go and you're sitting in your seat and you see all these different partners and sponsors and this and that. We see it in front of us that, guys, look, at the end of the day, this is a business. But isn't that really different? The, I, you're right. Obviously, the Rams are in this to make money. The it's Lakers, a realization the of that, that. That's different. That's than not. These- that isn't always the top priority that's, of an owner. But that but that's the owner's priority to win or not win, to to spend money on players or not, to spend money on But you're cheering fans. for basically I, what that I get it. Owner but that's not is. what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is there's a little group of people in some dark room somewhere saying, Hey, listen, this year let's make sure the Celtics are where they need to be. Let's make sure that the uh, New England Patriots are back in this thing again. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to make sure. We're not going to fix it. We're just going to make sure that this referee that would ruin this it. game. Yeah, that would That's ruin why it. I don't want to know. That's what I mean. That's not, hey, listen, we're, just gonna, we're not going to spend money on salary on players. We're going to put the money in my own bank account. That makes sense to me, right? That's just a bad owner. That's just, by the way, most owners. But, or it's, a, in his eyes, a businessman. But, but it, yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But the secret society of people determining those no, things that's, that's that's i i'd re, if it's happening i literally would re, rather not know because that, at that point it's like what, is that what, what that podcast watching? is making you think it just makes you think that there are a lot of people involved yep. in determining or uh, this is the word they use influencing the outcome mm. not necessarily who wins or loses but where the thing lands who was it was it netflix that had the documentary on him there was a documentary. I, I on missed. Him. I didn't see it. And are making a documentary on him. Netflix is going they to are? make a don- one. Yeah. On well, him. there was already something on him. I know I've watched in the past, and that that word influence came up a lot. Yeah. Well, that's his go-to line. That he he was never admitted to fixing. He's never admitted. It's it's always I influenced a game like the, you you can Kings fans games. think there were games influenced. Well, think about that. Like, if you're a Kings fan, Taylor. Yeah. And you found that out. Could you ever watch the NBA again? I mean, it makes sense. Who wants to see Sacramento and New Jersey play in the NBA Finals? No. But if they've been influencing it up to this point, they've written some pretty good storylines. Saw Bucks Suns. Yeah, they're, they're good storytellers, yeah, right? Right. Ruin it. I, I, I'm out. Of course, it would ruin it. It would. Yeah, I, I, of course, it would ruin it. I don't. It, it's it's the equivalent of you know. You, it's an you episode it's of Law and Order wrestling. at that point. No, it's the equivalent of wrestling. Yeah, it, it's it's WWE. predetermined. It's I'm, no, I'm out on that. All right. Nothing. Dodgers may be in a similar situation to the war a year ago. It's early, but when isn't it early anymore? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.